Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of You Better Ask Somebody Podcast. I'm so fucking serious, bro. But hey guys, welcome back to another episode of You Better Ask Somebody Podcast. I hope you, wait, this is your host, Glow, and I hope you guys have been great since the last episode. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, yeah. You better ask somebody. I don't think it's focused. Okay, it's focused on me now. Okay, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of You Better Ask Somebody Podcast. This is your host, Glow, and I hope you guys have been great since the last episode. Another one, another visual, another banger, because the last visual, oh, the last visual did so great. So that's really nice. Um, I think you guys are always tuning in, liking my shit, you know, all that little razzle-dazzle or whatever. But yeah, how have you guys been since the last episode? You guys have been alrighty? One thing I'm going to start with on this episode is nine times out of ten, it's not about you and they are projecting. It's not about you, it's never about you and they're projecting. Do whatever you want to do with that information. I'm not going to elaborate. I will not elaborate farther. But do what you want with that information. Look, I'm in such a good mood today. I don't know why, but I'm really happy. Can you tell? I've been so happy. I've been I've been great. I've been doing amazing. So that's really good for me. And I decided let me record an episode for the pod. Because I haven't recorded and I see you guys always ask. Listen, for the new listeners, I need y'all to understand. Sometimes I don't drop episodes every week. Because I think I have to be in the mood to drop an episode. So sometimes I don't really go weekly. And if I'm not in the mood or I feel like I'm going to be repetitive... I'm not going to do it. Like, I have to be going through something, and then I'm outside, and then something sparks me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be a really good episode. Because then, if I just told you guys about my sherehe every weekend, it would be the same loop. It, just the same, same fucking loop, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be repetitive. So sometimes, if I miss a week, understand me. Forgive me. Love me. Regardless. But yeah, thank you for everyone who's you know sticks around and stays around. I can imagine being liking someone who's not consistent, and that's also an episode. For, I mean, a topic for today. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, yesterday, someone asked me about my necklace. Asked me. They asked me about my necklace yesterday, and my necklace is an elephant. I don't want to go so close to the camera because if it loses focus. I'm not going to notice until the end. And then you guys are just going to be watching a bloody me. Because I don't care to clean it up. I do all this shit on my own. So you can imagine. You can imagine. But yeah. So my necklace. This one. Is an elephant. And I always wear it. Because it's my favorite necklace. One of my old things. Actually. Gave me. Well. He said he got it made. I don't know. I've never seen another one like it. So he could be telling the truth. And, you know, he could, be, he could be telling the truth or he could be lying, which I don't mind. It's okay. You know, boost my ego as my partner. But yeah, so he told me he made it for me because it was my favorite, my favorite animal. It's an elephant. And you, have you guys watched Brother Bear? Brother Bear, I was such... I didn't know how great it was until I think I got a little bit older. When I was watching it, I was just watching it for the sake of watching it, you know, because you just... You're a child and you're just thinking it's an animation. But the older I got, I was like, oh, this is about reincarnation. And in all honesty, 
if I could come back in another life, I would want to come back like an animal. And it would have to be between a tiger and an elephant. But mostly an elephant. Like I would want to be an elephant. Because one, elephants are so intelligent. The nobility, they're so fucking noble, bro. Like, elephants are textbook me. <laughs> if I was actually an animal, bro, for real, I would actually be an elephant, for real. Like, all their qualities are basically me. Their integrity, just every... Bro, how are you an animal and you have integrity? What do you... Just be an animal. What do you mean? But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I would definitely be an elephant. I would be a great elephant. But yeah, so if I was to come back as an animal reincarnation, it would definitely, definitely easily be an elephant. Um, yeah. So, um, when we were talking about old things, I've just realized I'm such a self-sabotager. Yeah, that's a correct... Is that an actual word that I've used? Yeah, myself sabotage I hope so I hope it's an actual word anyway who cares are you gonna lock me up for using improper grammar no but anyway yeah so um what was the point again this in the ADHD it'd be kicking in yeah you see I'm going to lose the plot now if I start talking about my ADHD but anyway yeah so I would even wait no 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 I was going to go back to the elephant talk I'm back to the to the old thing, da, 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 and I'm realizing that I'm a self-sabotager because I had therapy last week, this week, last week. Today's today's Tuesday, is it? No, it's Wednesday. So I had therapy last week. I had therapy on Friday. Um, no, 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 no. I did not. I had therapy then this week. Yeah, then so I had therapy yesterday. Bro, cutting my brain. I'm so forgetful, but yeah, I had therapy on Monday after a walk thing that I had. So I had therapy afterwards, like Monday I had a full day, and I was really exhausted. And um, we got to talking about um, emotional unavailability because I do believe, well, my therapist noticed it. And I'm very, like I told you guys before, I've said it before, and I think I even have an episode on self-awareness. I am very self-aware. Even my therapist has told me this before. She's told me, oh, you know, you're very self-aware about situations and stuff like that. And yes, I do know. It's just that I don't know how to fix certain things and I don't know how to unlearn certain things. I think that's why I would need therapy and why I need someone to guide me along the way in life, which is why I go for therapy. Because yes, I can tell myself I'm uh, self-aware, but then how am I unlearning and unpacking certain things if I don't have a third eye, which is what I think my therapist is. My therapist is such a really good third eye. So we were talking about um, emotional unavailability and she did echo it out. She did say it and it's not something that I've not known. Um, being an emotionally unavailable person just means I'm a very unaffectionate person. It doesn't necessarily mean I am, well, people always think that if you're emotionally unavailable, it just means that you're scared of commitment. And also, being emotionally unavailable can come in between your friendships or romantic relationships. It doesn't just necessarily mean romantic relationships alone. And I did notice that I am 
the least affectionate friend. If you were all my friends, I think, yeah, I'm the least. I'm not going to come up and want to hug someone or if, bro, if you've been following me from Kitambo, you know I do not. I absolutely do not like hugs. I used to think it's because I thought they were weird. It's because I lack. I'm lacking. I'm lacking of the emotional. I'm lacking of the emotional. And that's so safe. That's so safe for me. So, yeah, yeah, we got into the talks of that. And I'm trying to learn how to unlearn that. Because, honestly, being emotionally unavailable is not a flex. It's not a flex. It's not a good thing. It's not a healthy thing. It's not. It's not healthy. And, you know, if you're tuning into this and you do kind of notice certain characteristics about yourself here, um, yeah, you are twins, twinning <laughs> So we're talking about just emotional unavailability and most of the time you're emotionally unavailable because that's how you were raised. Your caregiver didn't give you the care that you needed. They probably fell short on certain things. They fell short on um, being emotional and affectionate with you. So then that ended up in you being like me. Um, <laughs> that ended up to you being like me. And then also, um, mostly, most, most of the time, I think for men, men are emotionally available because society society has taught men to not talk about their emotions and if you do you're a bitch you're a bitch you bitch i've caught myself also telling some of my nigga friends they'd be like oh, i'll be like oh you being a bitch <laughs> you being a little weak weak and you know okay i might say it as a joke but society has made that thing an actual thing like i might be joking but also you know also your jokes kind of have certain effects yeah I, yeah not effects effects yeah your jokes have certain effects on people too you might not know it even me sometimes i make jokes i crack a joke and i'll diss myself and then later on i'll be like damn why'd you say that to yourself do you mean it so yeah sometimes as much as we do say oh i joke about the things you're going through sometimes you know also read between the lines of the jokes but yeah so for most guys, they're emotionally unavailable because society has already raised them like that. Like guys, when you were kids, they were not allowed to cry. You're in the playground and then you fall down. You have to tighten up. Like, it's my choice. You're going to fuck with shikilia because bro. I just saw my big on your homies because your homies are like, the game is giving, it's giving weak, bitch. And, you know, it's like they turned into your parents. are like, okay, now they're giving you something to cry about because your homies are seeing you falling down and you're crying. So now it's like, okay, let's give him something to cry about, actually. Being a child is so weird. It was fun and wholesome, but also weird when you remember some certain things. It's like, why did we do that to each other? Why? But anyway, anyway, before I lose it, before I lose the plot, um, yeah, for most men, they're emotionally unavailable because of what society has taught them. And then also on top of that, um, lacking emotional whatever from caregivers and everything now I asked this question one time at a function I'm always the type of person when I get drunk I just I want to know certain stuff I want to know how, what people are thinking and I also want to know what people are going through like I think sometimes I bring in my therapy sessions to the function because I'm like okay my therapist asked me this 
let me ask these niggas this and see what their answer would be. So we were at the function and I asked, I was like, there were, there were a bunch of women there who I did not know. So I was like, this is the best time to ask this question. I was like, trigger warning, trigger warning. I'm talking about absent fathers and present fathers. So us fatherless children, um, I know it might trigger you a little bit. <laughs> I know it might trigger you a little bit, but yeah, nimesema trigger warning. Nimesema, nimesema. Like I said it, I said it before I, you know, I proceeded. So trigger warning. This is about, yeah, this is about fathers. So just know trigger warning, fathers, dads. So I asked, and I was like, do you think life would have been different for you? Where I asked people like, who here? Um, has a present father and who here has a present father who's still a shit dad you know because your dad could be there but he's still a shit dad it's like he's there and he doesn't even know how old you are or whatever like yeah yeah so that also can play with your emotions as well so yeah i asked how many people here like have a dad and everyone was like yeah i have a dad my dad is alive i do have a dad okay then i said who has a present father like the father is involved in their lives and it was this one person who said yeah my dad is involved in my life my dad is my best friend and i noticed all of us were looking at her like who asked you anyway <laughs> i did ask her <laughs> but we all gave her that kind of look of um okay you didn't have to brag about it you could have just said yes your dad is present nobody asked about him being your best friend but anyway no i'm joking i'm joking that's good for her <laughs> but um so then from there, I already clocked and I already knew, oh, okay, the other ones are just like me. We're cool. We're cool. So then I asked how many people's dads are not present. And then that was the rest of all of us. Now, for me, my situation is I'm, a, I'm definitely a fatherless child because growing up, my dad was not in my life. Um, and then he came into my life, like, say, um, when I finished high school, my dad came into my life. And it was that one of, also, he's kind of a little bit guilty there. You know, my dad could see this. My mom could see this. Who cares? I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. <laughs> so, um, me. <laughs> my grandma could see this. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So then, my dad came back into my life when I was, like, in high school. So, wait, when I was done with high school. When I was starting uni. My dad was never there. He never helped my mom with school fees. He never helped my mom buy us presents. When my mom was buying us things like PS or whatever, that was all her. When my mom was paying school fees, that was all her. When she was buying uniform, that was all her. And then this nigga came into the picture after we finished, you know, when we're in uni now and all that. And it's like he's trying to overcompensate for things. But then we already now lack that emotional, that, that emotional want. Like... I don't care at this point like it's oh you're existing cool that's that's nice for you that you know you're you you're going on so it didn't make me feel like oh wow da, 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 because i think already there's that there's just that thing that you lack and i feel like for daughters daughters ten nine times out of ten i think we need our dads you do need a present like anyway let me get to my the point of my question so then i asked um i asked the people who <laughs> i asked the people like me my twin names my triplets because now we were three of us i asked my trip my other triplets um 
did you guys do you guys feel like if you had a present father in your life like when i say present i mean someone who cares someone who's you know this is like a dad-daughter bond if you had that in life do you think like things would have been different for you and of course the answer was yes from everyone and i feel like life would be very different if i did have a present father because i feel like even my choice my choice in men um one sign to know that you're emotionally unavailable is that you're attracted to people who are like you're attracted to that type of person to an emotionally unavailable person you're like oh this is way easy and great for me because you guys already share a bond and you know what the bond in hey what the bond is <laughs> the bond is basically sorry the bond is basically um i don't know why i always do that the bond is basically that there is no there will be no commitment there will be no um, there's no commitment and there's no yeah, I mean, the goal is the goal is no emotional vulnerability that is the goal because already you don't know how to do that and you're not really great at doing that and you you're not really interested in doing it so that's basically the the one thing that you share so you meet someone like that and you're like oh that is perfect so that is number one sign to know that you're uh, you're you are hey and you are an an emotionally unavailable person because if that attracts you you're attracting what's you there's some truth to you attract what you are but then also i don't fully believe you attract what you are sometimes i do also believe you, you attract what you could heal because someone is seeing you know someone someone is feeling the energy that you've got could fix what they've got so sometimes i do feel like you attract what you can heal and also you attract what you are still i don't know there's a bit of a conflict when it comes to those things but nine times out of ten when you are attracted to an emotionally unavailable person, it's because you think it's easy because then now you know that you don't have to be vulnerable. And you see you see it all the time. Wait, what was the point of why we got oh yeah, 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 yeah. So now I was like, I am attract most of the guys that I've been with, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean you know, it doesn't mean that a guy being emotionally unavailable means that he's nonchalant or he doesn't care because now that's where you get it wrong too. Some of you are dating men who don't care about you. No that's not what it means it just means that when situations are going to get thick and it's going to get um difficult and conversations are going to have to be hard and shit like that which is also where i have a conflict with myself because i do tend to think that i'm emotionally unavailable it's just that i am also ready to have a conversation to have an uncomfortable conversation like i also don't tend to want to run away but sometimes i do sometimes it's like ugh, you know what fuck it like nine times out of ten you catch me running away nine times out of ten it's so easy for me to walk away from from stuff like i don't really care i don't really uh, commit i don't really you know it's like oh this has happened i don't even want to address it i'll just you know i'll just walk and that also sometimes also scares my friends because my friends are like oh you know if they do something the wrong way if they the wrong way i'll just be like like i mean and I disappear and I just disappear because it's not a good habit but I am aware that I've done it a couple of times I've done it a couple of times and most of the time it's always someone who really cares about you who will mostly come back and you know 
and i'd be like oh you know i just i want to fix it at this point like i do get that you're like this people who are understanding also piss me off why are you so understanding because they're looking at you and they're telling you the truth they're like you know i get why you did that i get why you did that but can we fix it can we talk because you really matter to me and now you're making me even feel shittier you're making me feel like now i'm just a horrible person because why did i you know just up and leave up and leave you like that why do i look like i'm sorted why did i just up and leave you like that you know because as much as fine you are emotionally unavailable you're also aware that you're hurting someone's feelings it's not that you're not aware of these things you know what you're doing you know what you're doing but yeah so then i did say yeah, life would have been way different i feel like i'd have been I also just i feel like i'd have even given out more hugs you know the fact that i say i don't like hugs i feel like that's a very deep-rooted thing like before i didn't understand it like i would go to school and someone is coming to you like, hey 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 whoa <laughs> bag it up bag it up turn around don't do that um don't get too close why would you do that and it's not even just um with friends even with partners it's like oh someone wants to cuddle and i'm like it's too hard to cuddle like what do you mean cuddle i'm like it's too hard or it's too awkward like where's my hand supposed to go what am i supposed to fucking do i'm not very i'm not like care bear warm i'm not i'm not gonna be the the person to initiate all that bullshit i'm not gonna be me we could be intimate and i will turn around and go to sleep like i see you in the morning <laughs> see you in the morning but yeah because i don't know because i thought i i just thought eh, maybe i just don't like to be touched maybe that's not my love language it definitely is not my love language and then i started thinking of um what is i thinking of i started thinking of um how sometimes when i'm having conversations and stuff and they do involve emotion i'm very i get very anxious i'm like oh ooh. i could almost have a panic attack sometimes and i used to think that was my like my my escape did like oh they wanna fake it oh you and it's me but oh they wanna fake it oh you but no i do tend to feel really heavy when i have to um talk about my emotions and stuff like that but this one this one we all have to agree let me actually um stray a bit from the topic i'm staying a bit from the topic and i'm going to ask do you guys find it so awkward you could be chilling with someone and my friends like to do this all the time i'm sorry i'm putting that whoever does this knows who you, they know themselves so we could be chilling actually the day my homie came to pick me up from somewhere and we were in the car and she asked me oh but you know how are you doing mentally and it was such a serious question and i was like why would you i even said i was like no 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 we're not doing that like come on man for real i was like no no i was like uh-uh what do you mean how am I, I was like that was such an intense question i was like sometimes you just want to live you know even when you're doing shitty you don't want someone to ask you it's like i'm okay doing shitty like i don't need to say it i don't need to discuss it and i don't need to talk about it and i don't need to you know sometimes you just want to and it's healthy 
please do not listen to me I, that's why i'm in therapy i'm in therapy to save people like you guys who are listening to me who are probably thinking that it's okay it's not okay um because you're going to crash eventually but yeah so i started thinking about it and i was like yeah um i'm the least most affectionate like i could chill with someone for a month and i will not ask you how you are because then we have to have that conversation of oh how are you though and then now when the story is flipped on me i think i would rather listen to someone's emotions than my own that's why i'm telling you i feel like i'm half if there's such a thing like i'm half emotionally unavailable like i'm just half because if it's listening to someone else it's like oh okay yeah that i can do and i can offer solutions in whatever i'm really good at i'm really good at talking about these things when they're not in about me but when you ask me but girl how are you nah yeah you bleh. come on now what are you what are you trying to do even the fbi can't get this out of me how how am i no i'm not telling you and i'm just realizing now i'm contradicting myself because in the beginning i said i'm doing really great but yeah i'm doing really great you could tell you could tell i'm happy you could tell i'm happy you could, you could tell i look in i look the part i look the part i look the part listen i have so much fun doing these youtube visuals i think i was talking about something and i'm hoping i remember but wait isn't it prince i'm hoping um but yeah so i've been doing really great and that's good for me because i did there was a time last week that week for jamieson that week for jamieson and the next week about those two weeks i was not doing great but now i'm i'm amazing i'm perfect but yeah so i do feel like there would have been a difference if i had um, a father who is there because i think when both of your parents are 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 present and i mean both your parents being present in a happy way you know you know if both of your parents are building each other i don't think there's a way um there could be and well maybe there could be other problems but i do feel like if your parents are doing great and are healthy with each other um i'm not saying that oh i blame my mom for not being with my dad because if for her it wasn't a healthy situation so definitely she had to put herself first lucius fuck them kids like them kids in question but yeah so she had to put herself first because i guess being with my dad was not healthy and so they weren't together and that made me grow up with a split family and it doesn't make it any better if your parents are together and they're not happy i feel like you still also lack that emotional um emotional whatever but i still do feel like now that i'm aware of all this and i know do you know i know what what's me i feel like i would try to be a bit different if i did um have kids in the future i think the fact that i'm emotionally aware i always say the best thing that you can have in life is knowledge i said this on my previous episodes i think i was listening to a j cole episode on a podcast and he said that the one thing that he would want for his kids is for them to be is for them to know things that he knows now at an early age like if you are aware of certain things certain emotions just you just have the knowledge of things like let's say even when you were 15 
bro by the time we hit 20 i don't think she can phase you i mean there's always you know there's always just new things and stuff that will phase you along the way but you having the head start on a lot of things would really be great and that's why i'm always recommending and saying that i'm definitely going to have a more um open relationship with my kids because the fact that i'm also just going to therapy has opened my mind so much and taught me a lot that i'm like oh shit this shit has to be passed down like my kids are not gonna go through what the fuck i went through and no they're not they're gonna have a really really great life like even if i can't give them certain things the knowledge that i can give them from you know from my emotional awareness from my what whatever type of awareness it is that i have i think that's already a great start and that's already being a great parent i think like what you know what's being a great parent nobody knows nobody is perfect and nobody's great at it but i feel like that one small thing that i can give them would make me feel so proud of myself being a parent and i'll be like okay at least i gave them that you know at least on top of anything else at least i gave them that but yeah so i do feel like if both of my parents were you know there like it, it would be different it might not be at a huge different maybe i wouldn't be funny though the trauma the trauma the trauma is what made me funny so maybe oh damn nothing if you up on this podcast because i'd have been a great child i'd have been healed oh my kids are gonna have to be book smart because now if i'm making them they're gonna have to be doctors or some shit because clearly my kids are not gonna be traumatized they're gonna have perfect lives wait is there any comedian that they were watching stand-up comedy and the people who don't like stand-up comedy and that shit baffles me every time. So watching, um, ew. this is so invasive. I'm just in your faces, like I said, get over here. But yeah, um, we're watching stand-up comedy and the people who don't like stand-up comedy. And usually, if someone tells me they don't like a podcast, I'm like, okay, a podcast does take time, and you. You have to listen. My comedy, bro, you're laughing. You don't like stand-up? What do you mean? I mean, you're just not smart enough to clock the jokes fast enough. Because, you know, stand-up comedy, the jokes are going back to back. I feel like people who don't like stand-up are the same people who also don't like subtitles. Just say you can't read, bro. Just say you're daft. One thing that scares me in life that I've just discussed right now is having children, though. I feel like life is... The world on its own bruh this is an evil world we live in and you know before when you were younger you would not think about it fine yeah our parents have to do a lot on top of that on top of them you know um keeping us in check keeping us in tune with our emotions you know just all these things of raising you right emotionally they also have to save you from the actual world and that shit is crazy sometimes i even take two two of my birth control pills i'm like well let me not do that to a little someone because no this world is actually very scary you can imagine your child going outside there's this um speaking of stand-up comedy the one that we were watching actually this guy said um this guy is normally out of pocket he's normally out of pocket i like him but sometimes i'm like what if he's masking his jokes and he's actually a serial killer or a pedophile and doing some shit this is how they normally, you know, they're a pedophile, you're a police, he's a cop, you're a rapist, he's a cop, and then you're thinking, nah, 
He's the most loved cop in town. He wouldn't do that. There was a movie I actually watched that was like that. It's called Suji Shadow. Mm -mm. It's called Suji Summer, Summer, Summer of? Summer of 84. Like, eh, that's Kitambo 1984. But yeah, Summer, Summer of 84 or something like that. And basically the cop is the killer in town. But he's so great and he's so loved by everyone. Like, the people have known him ever since that, you know when their kids were babies and now their kids are like teenagers and stuff so they're thinking oh this is such a great day bro. he's a cop he's always been there taking care of your house come on this guy's killing people and when he kills people he's taking out of the the pictures and putting them in his house bruh. and then he was like oh that's his family but his family is out of town so eventually one of the neighbor kids notices and he's like oh no these are his victims bro and then he caught him but the guy got away he hid and then came back to his house in the middle of the night and kidnapped him and took him to the woods, him and his best friend, and killed his best friend and said, this is because of you. And then he said, I'm not going to kill you. I want you to always look over your shoulder and imagine that one day I'm coming to kill you. And until the day that you're tired and sick and tired of it, I would just... And I said, damn. <laughs> I kind of respect back it i respect like i'm not making it easy for you you will always always remember me you stitched on me you'll always remember me like i'm gonna I'm get you i'm gonna get you one of these days that that uh, to me that was really cool and he let him go like alimacha too alimacha neo thought of every day you will live in fear and i think that's the biggest Fuck you. That's the biggest, you know, that's a big, bruh. Anyway, so the point is, I'm saying having kids is so insane. Because this guy now made a joke. What's his name again? I forgot him, but he's a white guy. And he's always making out-of-pocket jokes. Like, even his closing was him talking about how his family has been getting death threats because of his jokes and stuff like that. And he's not so, he's not great. And he was like, if anything in this life happens... To the people that he loves and it was because of his jokes that would be great i was like what the fuck like you never expect the things that he says for him to say but then at this point if you're already like you stand up you're already you know he's going to be out of pocket so you're kind of already expecting the out of pocket city so anyway he says have you guys ever googled how many pedophiles are near you and he was like, bro, the dots look like chicken pox. Hi. Bruh. First of all, are they even allowed to be next to each other? Because what do you mean they're just on the map, just all them together? And it's actually so true. Actually, pause right now. Pause this video right now and and Google pedophiles or child molesters and stuff like that. Mostly in the outside. Like if you're googling like Massachusetts or or Washington or Texas, bruh, that shit look like measles. That shit is crazy. It's actually very crazy. And I'm like, you're just existing. You know, your child is just existing, and someone is looking at them like, hey, yo, nyama, scrumdly yum yum, purr purr. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? My child is just outside. My hair. My child is just outside having fun. And you decide, nah, I want it ass. I'm going to tear that ass. Hi. Uh, no, I feel like I would 
constantly have a collar on my child like that's inhumane but i would have a collar on their neck like i'll be so stressed i'll be so stressed like your child you know they could be kidnapped for sexual acts they could be kidnapped for their organs because most of these organ needs want healthy whatever healthy young um organs and stuff and your child is just a walking the chunky kids you know those chubby ones quite in danger it's not even it's not even funny it's not even funny because it's actually a thing that happens and that shit is very scary like it's so easy um and we were also having this conversation one time with my friends and you know almost all of us have almost been kidnapped when we were kids I was almost kidnapped when I was a baby. My mom told me this story. She told me she went to she was going to church and she really needed to pee. And she went to the bathroom and she gave some lady to hold me. But in the midst of her going to the bathroom, she was like, nah, fuck it. She could hold it. So she didn't even enter the bathroom. She just like and then went back outside. When she goes back outside, the lady is running away with me. She's running to the gate. She had to like yell for the watchman, tell her, Stop, that's my baby. Bruh. Have you guys watched Mara Clara when you're swapped for, like, imagine being swapped and then you're swapped into a rich family and then later on your family, <laughs> your family comes for you. <laughs> your family comes for you and they're poor. I, um, listen, mom, we don't even know each other that much. Like, at this point, come on now. You're saying I'm living great. If you're a great mom, you would let me continue living in this house. What are you coming back for me for? We don't know each other like that. I don't know you like that. What do you want from me? Listen. Me, there's no way. I'm sorry. You've already collared privilege. And then someone wants to take the privilege away from you. And that would be a really big fuck you from the universe. Like, I think I would just be aggressively angry every single day of my life. I think I have a lash in my eye. I would be aggressively mad every single day I had I am. I'd be aggressively mad every single day of my life. Because there's no way you're telling me. Oh yeah. Cool. You could do that. Me? Yeah. No. I'm not about to do that. But yeah, anyway. Um having a child right now is crazy. The fuck. It's a sad day for Buddhists. And I'm a Buddhist. The Dalai Lama. This nigga sucking a child's tongue you know that shit always baffles me like how are you looking at a child and you're like but you know men um there's this thing that men like the more that you look like a child the more men will be attracted to you like nine times out of ten you go outside and you ask a nigga their type they will tell you or oh, they want someone who's five foot five foot even just five foot and you know they'll be like her shoe size has to be a size three you want a baby sorry you want a baby um and do you but yeah and then now there's men who just take it seriously and they become pedophiles and yeah it's 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 deep rooted in them it's a man thing but now there's some of it who take the guys who now take it to the extremes it's like also this time i was okay is my eye red now it's like this time i was looking at um fetishes is my eye red I can't tell. Yeah, I was looking at fetishes. And... And, um... There's some weird fetishes in there. 
there are some very weird fetishes and i feel like all this also comes down to just how okay so okay sometimes we really like to like blame how we were raised and everything and that shit is annoying you know sometimes you're talking about something and then someone tells you you know it has to do with your background and that shit is triggering but sometimes it's not like apparently even the fact that fetishes are passed down I don't want to know. I don't want to know what my mom be doing. I don't even want to know what my fetish is or what I found out. out. Um, I don't think I've discovered my fetish yet because I am a virgin. And on top of being a virgin also, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing more on top of being a virgin. You're just a virgin. You're just a virgin. I was about to, you know, when you talk too much, I do not use it. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I don't want to know. And I didn't need to know that because I think that also kind of ruined sex for me. A lot of things ruined things for me. Like, the first time I watched porn, every time I tell people that I don't watch porn because I, I'm very uncomfortable with porn, they don't get it. And I wish one day I could tell you guys a story. It's not, it's not anything weird, though. It's just that the first time I watched porn, it ruined it for me. So it's like, mm, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, again and that you guys can enjoy it though you guys can have fun though not me but yeah so this is uh, this episode was basically just me explaining to you guys about emotional unavailability and how uh, i think we need to strive to not i think society has also made being emotionally unavailable look cool and it's really not um being someone who is sometimes you do want to talk about things and like i said i do get anxious when i'm talking about certain things and it it sucks it's like ugh, you know like get over it come on you're an adult but it's not even a matter of being an adult it's just a matter of this is how i was raised and i was not raised to show affection i was not raised to show you know um whatever because my mom never did that you know my mom had strict parents one um my dad was not the best as well. He was also like mean to my mom. So even how she does it, I even how she's an emotionally unavailable person. And sometimes even I see her, I see her really trying. She will come and tell me something and it's like, oh, I'm seeing your pussy in the effort. You really look like you're struggling to tell me this, but I appreciate the fact that you're coming out of your comfort zone to, to do all that. Even the fact that she's okay with me, she's the one who actually pays for my therapy sessions. So the fact that I can even go to my mom and tell my mom, bro, I think I have a problem and I think therapy would fix it. Like I would as much as want to talk to you, but then also if I talk to you, it might... You could be more aggressive with me than more factual with me because I could say something and you're going to be like, oh, so you're saying I ruined you? <laughs> nah, 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 you created a comedian. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so the fact that she's also open and welcoming with all these things when I tell her, it's a great step. It's a great step. And I don't know, I did bring it up to my mom. I did an episode, the episode I did with Kiki, and I brought it up to my mom, and I told my mom, maybe, no, I said it like a joke, I said, maybe we should go for a therapy session together, and just to see what it'd be like, and she was like, yeah, I said, wait, jokes, hey, just kidding, baby, just kidding, you've already done it enough, you're already paying for it, I don't want you to stop paying for it when I start telling you the truth, and now she can hit me with her, oh, this is how you feel, well, let's see who's gonna pay for the therapy sessions, because therapy is actually so expensive, but... Let me tell you guys, it is actually free therapy. Um, 
I've just never done it and I don't know how good it would be. You know, if it is a boy. But um I think these ninis like Red Cross have a Red Cross I know for sure has one. They have a call a, a line and you can book your sessions. I think they're 30 minutes, only 30 minutes. I don't think you can book for more than that because there's other people booking. And I'm assuming because there's other people booking, it could you could be told, oh, I'm not available today, but I'm available this other day. And it might clash with maybe if you have school or work or whatever. But yeah, that's why I think the free one's a bit... Mm. But you know, if it works for you and if you could get booking time, maybe you book way early prior and stuff like that. Like you start booking over the weekend for like a Wednesday or Tuesday session. I think you could be lucky. I think you could be lucky. So yeah, um, you know, if you're not looking to go through the lens of paying for therapy or... Maybe you just also want to experiment and just see, you know, there are people who don't believe in therapy. And I feel like if you don't want to experiment, you don't want to pay for something while you're experimenting it. So, yeah, I think also one day I'm going to try and actually do the red crusting. I'll actually do the red crusting and I'll record it. Um, yeah, I'll see. I'll see how I can do that. I'll do the call for it's 30 minutes. That's like a podcast episode. I could do that and I'll just post it. For you guys to see what it's like also for people who are don't care to go through the extra mile of finding out you know i know darko so i'm a little bit nosy i'm a little bit nosy when it comes to things that i actually do like and i'm interested in i'm not nosy with the teal people's lives and stuff like that now nah, that one i don't give a fuck but yeah guys thank you again for tuning in i don't know i don't know if i got the point across about anything all i said was before i did all i said was yeah, being emotionally unavailable is not a cool thing. Um, society makes us think a lot of things are cool. Like also my previous episode, I was talking about hookup culture. And I don't think hookup culture is not cool. Only for the fact that there are certain things and certain uh, things that we do in life that stunt your growth. And I feel like hookup culture is one of the things that stunts your growth. Because you're already accustomed to a very really unhealthy behavior. Now, picking up, an, uh, sorry, picking up a habit is way easier than dropping said habit so if you're finding it you know i'm just saying to each your own but i would not recommend hookup culture i would recommend just doing you until you find the person that you want to do you with do you damn i said something that i felt triggered me to someone and I think this is also one of my emotionally available people that I like. Okay, I don't like him. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And I said something that I didn't like. And um, it wasn't a conversation at that point. He turned around and responded. And he was like, oh, this is low coming from you. Like, I wouldn't expect that. And he said a lot of things. And I felt like, oh, damn, are you gaslighting me? You're kind of gaslighting me to make me feel like I'm wrong. For telling you something that I don't like. And that's also another reason why I'm just emotionally unavailable. I think I I meet people who tend to shut me down whenever sometimes I do want to speak about things. So then it's like, I don't want to do it. And I also then start to feel like, oh, when you want to speak to me about things, it's maybe because it's benefiting you, so maybe I shouldn't do it. Like, I start having so many, I start overthinking and just, maybe you could be genuine, but then I don't care. It's like... You want to do that to me too eventually. Like today you're telling me be emotionally da 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 and then next week you're going to tell me but who the fuck asked you to open up. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh. And then if I start shooting up people's houses, I'm going to jail. 
crazy but <laughs> but yeah um yeah just um strive to fix that shit um the first step of course of everything is just being aware of, of who you are what you are what you do and stuff like that and every day trying to unlearn things i think the easiest way of trying of trying to unlearn things is the easy peasy fake it till you make it i think you have to force yourself into doing stuff that you don't like um gaslight yourself into doing things that you don't like get out of your comfort zone of certain things you know start speaking up more and stuff like that even when you do get shut down you gotta keep going people who shut you down also it's just their own problem it, it has like i started the episode i said nine times out of ten it has nothing to do with you that phrase alone goes for a lot of things whether it's your friendship whether it's your whatever nine times out of ten it has nothing to do with you you know you're not always a problem and that's also another thing you could tend to think you're the problem because oh you spoke up about your emotions and stuff like that and you're thinking oh maybe i should shut up more and not and that is also going to create another emotionally unavailable person and you should not do that 100 percent. you should not do that but anyway yeah guys so like i said fake it till you make it one thing i also learned about life was just gaslighting my way through life um growing up there were certain insecurities and things that i had but i would easily gaslight myself and tell myself oh that's not true you know fake it till you fake it till you make it i would say certain things i would just gaslight myself into believing a certain narrative about myself be delusional be delusional with sense that's actually the best thing to say for all this be delusional with sense gaslight yourself be delusional until you believe it like you could say something so much to yourself until you believe it so yeah um because when my therapist was telling me certain things i decided yeah i'm gonna have to gaslight myself to believe these things you know saying it is easier said than done so i was like oh i'm gonna have to start gaslighting myself into believing certain things so i can learn certain things about my you know about my behavior but yeah guys thank you so much for tuning in as always i had so much fun recording this i hope you guys enjoyed watching my face for like i was zooming to the camera i hope you guys enjoyed watching my face for like 15 minutes that's crazy that's insane that's insane like i said the last episode if you got 15 minutes in you don't hate me you don't hate me sis <laughs> you like me uh, let's go on a date but yeah anyway guys thank you so much for tuning in again you can find me if you want to discuss this episode more you can find me on instagram at glowful underscore twitter glow underscore full the podcast page on instagram is you better ask somebody underscore and of course the podcast page on youtube is you better ask somebody podcast um again thank you guys for tuning in i really also enjoy the record enjoyed recording this episode this was a very fun episode for me if you can tell i've been smiling all through i've been smiling all through honestly because i'm just in a good mood guys bye until next time